Most of you have no foundation at all. Now, the trouble's with your attitude. My. Hold on, that was a funny joke. <laughs> I'm gonna throw that that keyboard against the against the wall. <laughs> Shut, up Shut up and sit down. Last time on the show. Role of Carney. They have taken that role of Carney. Yeah. And they well, in my interpretation, make... the role has taken them. Yeah, but then you also have Carney walkers that are like people that go to every carnival or festival so you call them carnies too That's, oh jesus this is opening that, doors for me is this a subset of people do you know these people <laughs> you don't want to get on the show <laughs> <laughs> that was good oh yeah that was good that, That's that episode would surprise me there were a lot of funny moments and when pulling the sounder uh, to be honest with you there probably were better clips i could have used but um I was in a very, I was in a hurry, and that was just like the first one that I came to. But there were a lot. Yes, were, it was a good episode. We thank Jr. Yes. and uh, Junk, pickers. Junk Pickers for allowing us to become part of their world. Junk Pickers, yeah, so. I had a, I had a great time on that show. It was a lot of fun to do that with Jr. Um, I like to see him in his element. That was like he was in his element. This j- junk food, he likes it. It's a passion of his. Like the trying, yeah, I mean, it, if the you're, smelling it. If you're going to become an influencer, why not do it in a fun way? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I, he I doesn't have to that. maintain a certain body shape. No, he doesn't have to put makeup on. Yeah. You know, it's, no, it's, it's a great him. idea. Just his hands. You know, just to see his his hands. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um. Okay. So here we are, just you and I. Yeah. Just alone. Just you and I, man. It's like Just... this show right now. It's you and me. We're we're in a dark dance hall lit by the moonlight, and we're just swaying like ballroom style dancing back and forth. That's, That's what this podcast said? is. Oh, geez. <laughs> Grow up. I know, I know, but yeah, that's what's been if... happening though. So um, yeah, a lot's been happening. Dan. Have you seen a worse pullout in your life? <laughs> what? <laughs> Biden's pullout. It's pretty gross. Oh huh? yeah, yeah. It's it's sloppy, but they're. <laughs> I heard they got a lot of people out. They have a whole bunch of flights that landed with yeah. you know allies, and it was just funny because there was this huge to do and this huge news that like Biden was doing it wrong, and then he's just leaving people there to die. Mm-hmm. That was the narrative, and I'm like looking for news to the contrary. And I'm not finding any leading me to believe that that is a fact. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You do some research and you say, hey, you know, this is a. a You're going to look for the story that fits your narrative, your your worldview, and you couldn't find any. Well, yeah. So then you just realize that my worldview in this instance isn't correct, probably. Right. So I have yeah. to like just, you know, that's that's just the way that's you. You have to learn these things and grow from them. But then anyway, <laughs> yeah. anyway, I'm, I'm hearing like that he's flying refugees in so like what's the fact here i don't know yeah and you know there's a lot going on um i'm i gotta be honest with you i'm not happy about the whole thing you know the whole thing's a a fucking butt fuck you know we shouldn't have been there to begin with yeah um 
I mean, that's arguable. Is it though? Taliban had had well, Taliban I guess had to be overthrown in, in a sense. But th- in my opinion, if with with twenty twenty goggles in the rearview mirror, I would say what we should have done from the beginning is had a perfectly even unilateral uh, UN strike. If talks with the Taliban went south, sure. and what I'm saying is that like I actually agree with. Uh, Donald Dump, when he said things like, you know, we're bearing the brunt of this war. No one else is really stepping up. And that wasn't necessarily true, but it is true to the extent of like how much we're taking on. Yeah. You know, why is it America's responsibility to end terrorism globally? And why is it America's responsibility to end terrorism in Afghanistan specifically? Um, Yes, we were attacked, but really Western civilization was attacked. Um, so in my opinion, I, I kind of felt like that should have been a NATO thing. Everybody should have been involved. Um, and, and we do have allies here and there. We were leading the charge, but, but by far we were the, we were the one with the most casualties. We were the ones spending the most money. Um, but, but do you ever think that it's in the words of the late, great George Carlin, it's just a prick waving contest in terms of like, we're saying, well, why do we have to lead the way? Why do we have to bear the brunt of it? Well, because we need to show these other countries that don't, hey, look what we're doing. Don't accept us. I don't care if you're Britain, France. I don't care if you're an ally. Okay. Okay. You know but again, with hindsight being 2020. Well, and the fact what, that what does that prove? Relations. It proves that we just spent 20 years. Yes. And over a trillion dollars. Yes. And it hasn't worked. Correct. So, so this dick waving concept is bullshit, anyways. Um, so again, it should have been multifaceted, multi countries, or not happening at all in there. And and furthermore, it. I'm really, really disappointed that it, after 20 years, the Afghanistan forces can't simply handle it on their own. The Afghanistanis, they can't. They they. I don't even know. Like I thought we were training. Like, there's people no there. the, the the I I don't know the ins and the outs of the training, but I mean no. for for the Taliban to swiftly take that many provinces and towns and cities across the country in that fucking fashion. I mean the CIA was dumbfounded. They're like, what? They took it that fast? Yeah, because no one knows what they're doing there. Apparently, it's a fucking waste of time. Did you in see my the opinion, I, in 20 years ago, I likened going into Iraq and going into Afghanistan and fighting terrorism, quote unquote, quote unquote, as like as like putting a cup over a bee. Oh, shit. We found a bee. Let's put a cup on it. That bee's pissed now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes. Right. So either you kill the bee, i.e. all of terrorism, which you can't do. No. Or you have to let that bee go because the longer you have it imprisoned. It the longer it gets pissed, and the more pissed it becomes. You want a so, Mexican Joker? That's how you get a Mexican Joker. It's from South Park. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like you're so, just creating more terrorists by creating little kids. Right. That have and so this concept of it's just like you're never going to end this. Now, have you heard of, of ISIS K? ISIS K is a faction that broke off from from the Taliban because they weren't fucking extremist enough. And they've actually had a huge impact on on fighting over in Afghanistan. They're they're a major major problem. 
Everybody thought ISIS was gone, but now this is a separate sect. It's like from another country. Like, I don't even know. I wonder if the, how good their sponsorships are. <laughs> I, I Let's send them an email. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> hey, we're Critical Mass Podcast. And we have a silly little show. And if you need yeah. to sell advertising. No, but, um, you know, it, it's th- this is the thing. And, and I say this to everyone, and I'm going to say it to both of us, is that mm-hmm. we are not foreign policy, nor are we foreign relation. We're not even aficionados. I would say we're barely above handicap when knowing this stuff i would say yeah Yeah. you know so don't if listen generals and joint chiefs that listen to our show we don't don't we don't live in a home for people but we're like we're living in our parents basement yeah like just above that like barely above it barely (laughs) um like one wrong move and we'll go right back there (laughs) that's part of the charm of the show i think people want to listen to it because their our vocabulary and our tone of voice is of a normal folk you know, we're just two idiots trying to figure it out. Well, yeah. But listen, and Biden, and, and and here it is. Here's a great example of us calling out Biden. Like, that's, I'm sorry, dude. Like, I, I agree. We've been there too long. If we had stayed another six months to make sure that the, you know, the Afghanistan forces were truly better off. I mean, how do you quantify that? How, how do you really prove that? And so I agree that, like, yes, we had to pull out because at this point, nothing's going to help. We've wasted too much money, Mm -hmm. but I do have an issue on the humanitarian aspect of it, that there are lots of people struggling and there were plenty of videos of people falling off those planes, trying to get out desperately. The entire thing was not really planned out very well. No. Um, And, and, and thank God to Cutter because they were actually able to handle a certain amount of, of people that we sent over there. Oh, you mean Qatar? Just to get them out. Yes. Cutter, Qatar, however you want to say it, uh, but they're the filled right, up I want now to say anyways, it the right way, and that's causing a backlog, like a six-hour delay at the uh, airport in Afghanistan, which is just a tiny little airstrip. Yeah. Um, and so I just feel like when shit began to hit the fan several weeks ago, and the capital city Kabul had not yet been taken. Um, but there were still some other provinces that uh, the U.S. and Afghani forces still held strong. Yeah. They should have found another airstrip that they could su- have secured and said to the Taliban, okay, we are pulling out, but we're going to need, there's a lot of people here still, we're going to need at least two airstrips to get this done. Um, but it, it was this sort of again, cocky attitude of like, nah, they're not going to take Kabul. They're not going to take these other three major provinces. And then they fucking did. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm upset. I'm bothered. It's a real shit show over there. It's not right. There are interpreters. There are Afghani people that fought alongside our soldiers interpreting for them. And in some cases, picking up and returning fire. Yeah. In the name of freedom, they fought for us, and they're being left there to die. Yes, but their families are being threatened. They're hiding up in their house like they're Jews in the 1940s, dude. Well, it's yes, yes. Terrible. It's it's an awful, awful situation. But who's free? Are we talking about that guy's freedom? The that dude's freedom, right? Yeah, freedom for the Afghani's. Okay, all right, good. Because I'm so sick and tired of the American soldiers went over there to protect our freedom as in you and I like 
Fuck yeah, like, you. like, fuck you. I mean, yes, but like, no, but no, in, in a distant cousin sort of way. If, like, if, if they if came so here, indirectly, if yeah. they landed in New York City with battleships and the army went out and protected us, yeah. then yes, you have now protected my freedom. 100%. Well, let's push back a little. I mean, the concept people? is if we can, if we can beat back the terrorist organizations, they won't be equipped to carry out a terrorist attack on our soil, right? I mean, that's the concept. The co- yes, but the thing is, is uh, it, it would make extremism sense. is everywhere. The, the fucking internet is, is everywhere. But it's not cut and dry anymore. They're not. They're not wearing swastikas. They're you want to fight terrorism? You know how you fight terrorism? You get rid of YouTube. There you go. Sorry. Or, or YouTube, no, or YouTube uh, does a better job of monitoring for like religious mm-hmm. extremism. Absolutely. Uh, you know, yeah. get rid of that shit, dude, because the people go down this rabbit hole. Yes. And it's extremism on all levels, not even just Muslim extremism, Christian extremism. Some of that shit. Mm-hmm. You introduced me to Jesus camp. Oh, my God. That documentary. You want to talk about Christian indoctrination? And this pro-life agenda where they're just literally they're just batshit crazy is what they are. Fact of the matter is watch Jesus camp. I've seen motherfuckers that I know personally that take these kids to these like pro-life shit and it's fucked up, man. So let's talk about extremism all around. And then if well, um, I was just listening to the uh, Jim Jeffries podcast and he brings in an expert much like we wanted to do with this show. Yes. And um, his friends ask him a bunch of questions about that particular topic. He gets them all wrong. And then the expert comes in and sort of like clarifies everything. Sure. Um, And they just talked about terrorism. That was one of their biggest topics. And um, Jim was actually right about this. He said that the majority of terrorism is actually domestic terrorism. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an overwhelming majority of what the CIA looks at and looks into is domestic terrorism. And, and domestic terrorism has killed more Americans than any other terrorist attacks ever. But we don't talk about it. Why? Because the domestic terrorists are white. Mm-hmm. Why well, it's we like we talk, we talk about it, but it's it's more seen of like, oh, that's just an unfortunate event, or that one person was crazy. They don't really link the two concepts no. of religious zealots and, and terrorism together. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you had the perfect example of that fuckface that walked into that black church while they were doing a prayer study and shot everybody up in yeah. South or North Carolina. Yeah, yes. I just saw he, years his ago, and it's death sentence like, got upheld. Yeah, like, that is literally religious extremism right there. Mm-hmm. Like he did it out of religious reasons. Yes. I mean, the guy who walked into the movie theater in Colorado, mm-hmm. I don't think that was a religious based thing, but if you watch the Tim- Timothy McVeigh stuff, Oh yes. I watched weird, all that. Um, mesh of, of not just religion, but it's also about the sort of like freedom with my gun type of, of feeling, you know, yeah. anti government sort of thing. Um, I am just so disheartened. I, I see a lot of trucks with the Roman numeral three with the stars around it, mm-hmm. uh, which is suggesting that they're a part of the three percenters. 
Yes. Um, are you aware of the three percenters? The they're the ones that think that they actually come go back as far as the colonies, the original colonies. Yes, it's a reference to a completely inaccurate statistic that suggests that three percent of the colonists rose up and fought against the British. That isn't it's, it's way off. It's not even close. So that's their that's their message that only takes three percent of us, dude. <laughs> yeah, like I think that, okay. that I think that those people though <laughs> they have a lot of emotional baggage and they don't know how to mm-hmm. process their emotions appropriately. Um, it, it may be something. It, typically, it's seen as uh, feeling inferior, usually to because of having some type of tiny appendage that's attached to their body, like a pinky, like a tiny pinky. It's to the first knuckle of the pinky, though. It's more like an any yeah. anything else. No. Like, I'm part of the three percenters, man. <laughs> no, you're not, yeah. dude. Um, yeah. No, but I found out something today. Um, yeah. Speaking of stickers on people's cars, did you know that Marvel is not? Uh, I was at the comic book store today, duh, because that's what I do. Did you know yeah. that Marvel is not currently producing Punisher comics because of the symbol adaptation? And they're oh, trying so sad. Yeah, they don't want they don't want to be associated with that. And that's what's going on right now in the zeitgeist. So they don't want to produce comics with that character. So he doesn't have a run right now. They're called runs, yeah. and he doesn't have a right. run. Punisher just doesn't have a run, which is odd because he typically does. Yeah, I, I, I I'm scared. Like, I honestly am scared. I'm I, obviously these feelings ebb and flow and maybe they do sure. for a lot of people about the they future do. of this country and the future of this world, uh, socially, politically, et cetera. Um, this vaccine, the pandemic, uh, it's made it worse. Um, it's really made the psychos come out of the woods and it's, it's highlighted it though. I think it's always been yeah. there, but this allowed it to really flourish. Yeah. It's highlighted, but I also feel like it's accelerated it a little bit too. Because there's been a culture, there's always been a culture of conspiracy theory, but there's been a culture lately of extreme conspiracy theory. And this this entitled attitude of skepticism, where people feel like they're smarter yes, or intellectual by being a skeptic of something. Yes. I don't know, man. The FDA hasn't approved it, so I'm not on board yet. Oh, okay. Is, has the FDA approved the fucking beer you're drinking? Yeah, or like... And by the way, an FDA approval on something doesn't mean shit. It's just a government agency saying, okay, for, for the most part, yeah, that's fine. But the FDA can be just as corrupt as anything else in the government. Well, So your, your anti-government people are saying, I'm not taking this because the government didn't say it's okay yes well, but then, what do you, what do you fucking care but then this is the best part is then the fda does approve it and you say well the dude the fda approved it so you can i guess you can go get yeah. the vaccine now no man it's a government agency man you can't trust government agencies yeah. you're just like dude what the fuck and i've actually had <laughs> this conversation like you just you told me you wouldn't take it because it's not even fda approved right now it's fda right. approved and now you don't trust the government which one like at least stick to one like they're both stupid but at least pick one so your stupid is concentrated and i can understand it better but it's 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 insane i I recently (laughs) i recently got involved in a facebook argument and and you know what i shouldn't 
Um, no, but when so I see something happening that's like really egregious, I have to say something, and I'm trying to keep it clean, you know. Sure, sure. It's it's a friend of my wife, and and we're on we're friends on Facebook, um, and and she, let me put it this way, innocently and maybe naively, uh, posted an article. Um, it was an op-ed out of a shitty small town newspaper. Um, and this woman in the op-ed cited um, the concept of like 45,000 people dying within a certain amount of time after taking the vaccine. It was this bullshit conspiracy theory that had been put forth as soon as the vaccine was available. Um, and it had been debunked immediately as false yeah. and nonsense. And so I was just like, no, there's no way that's true. I Googled it. The first article that came up was Snopes, put it on there. And, you know, several of her friends were like, oh, Snopes was caught, you know, plagiarizing left and right. I'm like, that has okay. nothing to do with. That, first of all, plagiarism has nothing to do with, with whether or not the article is true. I mean, if someone writes something and then doesn't take, give credit to other people for their sources, that's plagiarism. That has nothing to do with lying about something yeah. or being factual. And second of Correct. all, fine. Let's let's count Snopes out of it. I literally said to the woman, I go, okay, how many other sources do you want me to get free on this? Here's USA Today. Here's NPR. Here's Washington Post. Here's the New York Times. Like it's called name a fact. How, however many however many sources do you want? Let's leave Snopes out of it then. She's a goddamn whore. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, and so and so my wife's friend, she just originally posted this kind of content of like, wait. If someone were to die while taking the vaccine because of the vaccine, who is responsible? And I figured, okay, it's it's kind of a touchy question, but at least it's a valid question because one could say, if you die in a bus, is that the bus's problem? Did the bus swerve to hit a car yeah. and you, you hit your head or you broke your arm or or you know, does your insurance have to pay for it? Will yeah. the RGRTA pay for it? I get it. If you want to ask that question, I get it. But don't cite an article with a woman who wrote an op-ed using yeah. completely baseless, false information. Yes. And her friends just came out of the whoop. Now, 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 now like attacking me left and right. There was only there was one person defending me, but um. You know, it's just, it's amazing to me, the amount of skepticism. Yeah. Um, I got into it. just don't. I, Dude, I'm done. No, I'm done with it on Facebook. So someone said, hey, you know, I really can't agree with you on this one, but we usually see eye to eye. And I was like, go get vaccinated. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, I, I've never had the flu shot. But I've never gotten a flu shot before. And, you know, I, I stay for people. I wear a mask. I don't need it. And I just responded with go get vaccinated. And like, that's it. I, like, I'm not yeah. there's there's no argument. I don't care. Like, I'm dismissing what you're saying because it's stupid. See, so just yeah, go get I agree vaccinated. with you. I agree with you, but I wouldn't have said that to him. I would say, OK, get used to being alone then. Like, you, you don't want to get a vaccine. I mean, then don't don't go to school. Don't go out in public. Don't don't expect your kids to go to school. Like that's your right. You don't have to get a vaccine. Fine, but don't be around anyone then. And if he's willing to do that, then fine. Stay in your fucking house. Yeah. Yes. It's just amazing to me. They're just like, oh, 
all these fucking bull and then they see all the video I saw um it showed the person getting the vaccine and um they want to know the ingredients to it and they handed them a, a paper it said uh, blank because they're hiding what's in it and then this guy who actually works in the industry is like no they do that because they had to like fast track it and to be able to have to print everything out was like way too hard but you can go to the cdc website and get it all there and there's really nothing much to a vaccine other than like salts and sugars that they put in it sure um and, and stuff like that so it it, it it really doesn't matter and there's a qr code you can scan and it tells you everything too still wasn't good enough like literally uh, someone who works in the industry just laid it out for you like boom there it is well that's there's, like there's the answer that's a realistic down-to-earth answer to yeah. your fucking bullshit conspiracy attitude and nope not good enough Ugh. all right then go live on a fucking island somewhere fuck well, all you Dan, people seriously it goes back it goes back to one of my favorite facebook posts of all time so i can't believe people are putting this in their body and then they list um a, a really long like chemical breakdown of something mm -hmm. and a bunch mm -hmm. of people were like i, I know, know this is going. i know i know blah 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 and they're like yeah that just proves you don't know what the fuck you're talking about that is the chemical composition of an apple yeah you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You don't understand it. So shut up. Right. And and 99% of the things they buy in the store are lies. They think something's organic. It's not. Well, but they think no. something's nutritious. It's not. Do you understand its percentages? Like, so I just learned this about organic products in the United States of America. Only a small percentage of that thing has mm -hmm. to be created organically using organic ingredients right. a small percentage to, yeah. just to say organic and then they right. can jack up the price so right. this is a fact okay it is organic yeah. yep small part of it <laughs> the same thing with with domestic cars in order to maintain a domestic status 60 percent of the car has to be made in the u.s mm -hmm. do you know the where the headquarters of dodge are dodge there it's in another country it's in Mexico. london L london I only drive like, American-made Dodge. So, so the concept, everybody is so fucking blind. They're, They're like dumb. Everything around them, they just assume X, Y, and Z. Like, when it says cage-free, do you know what that means? No. That the cage is actually just, it, it's, they're still in a cage, but there's like a little bit of wiggle room. That's okay. literally the legal definition of cage-free egg, of chicken, cage-free chickens. I believe it, but I get, I do get my eggs fresh for my in-laws. And it's nice. They have it's one very, nice. very large cage for all yeah. the girls. All the girls. I come. They they gobble at you. Not gobble. They cluck at you when you pull in the driveway. So this is what I'm talking about. Just to sum it up, like the extreme amount of ignorance. Yes. And and lack of um, realism. You know, it's disturbing and it scares me. Um. I don't know if you heard about the latest scientific results, but we are going to have a serious global warming issue for the next 30 years. Done. Cannot undo it. Yes. Temperatures will be rising. All natural disasters will be worse for the next 30 years minimum. If yeah. we started today. Yes. And we cut emissions to zero today. Yes. We would still have 30 years of fucking hell 
and then maybe things could get better. Mm-hmm. But we all know that's not happening. We all know we're not cutting emissions tomorrow. No, no, we're not going to cut emissions tomorrow. Um, there's a New York Times. I'll look it up and, and bring it up after the break. But there's a New York Times magazine. Um, well, it's a podcast through the New York Times, the Daily, but the New York Times magazine article. And they talked about this on the podcast. It was a, it was a Sunday read is mm-hmm. what they call it. Um, it's very long and it's very, very fucking terrifying and scary. It's about these environmental effects that are going to be happening um, within our lifetime. Yeah. And we're all fucked. Honestly, I might just I might just take a whole bunch of drugs and kill myself and get it over with because the I, future I mean, does can not, not do that. Look good. If you're gonna do that, we need to do it live on the show, though. We got to get a live right. Facebook. We might as well get as many ratings and views exactly. as we can. Exactly. Hey, Dad, we reversed the you know we reversed it all, and you already <laughs> swallowed all the pills. Exactly. <laughs> we're all gonna survive. And I'm reading the bottle. How to induce vomiting? Yeah. Right. No, no, I, I get, I get what you're saying. And it's just, the ignorance is incredible. And I, I think I've said this before, but I recently had a conversation about the country and I said, the one thing I hate the most, and I think is the most ignorant thing is America is the greatest country in the world. Um, I can't stand when people say that um, because it's not, it's, it's, it's not, but what, what problem is, is then they get really, really defensive. And I always say, well, it could be, it has the potential to be. And, and then you get the response of, well, if you don't like it, then why don't you go to one of those better countries? And I, I say to myself, because I, I do love this country and, and like, do you own a car that you love? And when it's broken, do you just like leave it on the side of the road and run away? Like, right. you know, you want to fix it. You want to try and fix it. You want to try mm-hmm. and mold it into a place that would be a good place for your kids to live. That's what if you're doing it yeah. right, that's what you're trying to do. That's easier said than done. But what I'm saying is, is these people that all this, this guys, this lie, America's the greatest country in the world. No, the fuck we're not. But let's try yeah. and fix it together. Like, let's let's just fix it together. Because it could be the greatest country in the world. We have that ability. We once were. They were fleeting moments. They really mm. were fleeting moments, but they were there. So it's hard to say when we ever were. It is, you know, from a from a social standpoint, from a from a social justice standpoint. I mean, think about think about, you know, the civil rights. I was going to say that, you know, I mean, civil rights, I mean, sla- slavery. You know, there uh, there must have been a small window of time, and I want to say it was the nine nine nine, the noonie. Oh, the nineties. That's what it was. Um, <laughs> where it's a magical you know, time for the, for the most part, black people were not being killed on mass um, by the police. I mean, they they. I mean, Rodney King. Yes, I know that happened. Uh, but if you take that out of the equation, <laughs> oh yeah, and Rodney King didn't well, happen. Yeah, that's and the LA riots. Idea. Um. Obviously, tensions were still pretty rough between African-Americans and the police. But I'm saying in general, in our history, throughout the 60s and 70s, there was a huge civil rights movement. Um, Women also had another second liberation um, 
and and they went into the workforce in the 70s and that caused a huge problem so from a civil rights standpoint it's really hard to say like yeah we're good now because <laughs> we're not no so it's like maybe the golden years are ahead of us i don't know but there's still money in politics there's still bribery there's still sure. corruption it's all there. there's still hatred there's still a divided country culturally speaking yeah so i i don't know dude i'm fucking i'm you know you said let's have a depressing episode and here we are <laughs> well yeah here we are but i mean like think about things like you know um when god uh the invention of the internet you know that would that happen mm -hmm. here um you know i i'd say world war ii it was not without its problems you know like any war but i mean mm -hmm. it was pretty clear cut at the time we needed to kick hitler's ass and we did yeah, we weren't even very good at that either no. we showed up late we, we showed up late after <laughs> britain and france and russia had done most of the work yes and then Yes, we we added a certain kick to it. Don't don't get me wrong, but then the then you have the Battle of the Bulge, where Hitler completely pushes back American forces when he was supposed to be on his heels, and we look like a bunch of fucking fools. So, I, I mean, yeah, back to back world champs for sure. <laughs> yeah, World War One, World War Two champs, but and war intramurals. Know. No, but. Uh... <laughs> I, you know, I, but also I, like you know culturally speaking things were not that great here so and it's it's also yeah it's hard you're right it's very hard to say when exactly when was america like really that great yeah yeah but i mean what country isn't without its problems fiji is that a country or is that <sighs> yeah, yeah it's a country. little island country man they got that shit figured out yeah, well, I mean, there's six residents there, so and they all work at the resort. Yeah. How how that's possible, I don't even know. Well, I'm just incredible. saying. I mean, there'd be a lot of them, but it, it works. They got it figured. Well, listen, let's take a break. When we come back, um, someone, uh, you know, now his watch has ended. <laughs> Cuomo, um, I hmm. listened to his speech because I, I just wanted to hear what he had to say. Good, bad, and ugly. We're gonna talk about it next. We'll be right back. Sexual. We got a read here for Ridley's Gaming Realm. This is a great place to buy, sell, trade, or discuss video games. This is a secured Facebook group with 1,500 members and climbing. Now, the big thing is, is that with a lot of these buy, sell, trade video game groups on Facebook, there's a lot of scams, a lot of people that'll take their money and, and, and never send you the product. Well, they are proud to say that they have zero reported scams ever in this group. So be sure to check out Ridley's Gaming Realm. Whether you're looking to grow your collection or get uh, that new game that's been tough to find, make sure that you check out Ridley's Gaming Realm. You go to Facebook.com and search for Ridley's Gaming Realm. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetAtowl.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. 
And we're back. We are back. Um, Dan is drinking. I've, I'm drinking. We're having a great time. Um, it's lemonade. Uh, Dan said something. Lemonade. In, <laughs> it's lemonade. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, Dan is. Uh, we were on the break, and Dan goes, "Hey, you know, I finished the Suicide Squad," and I said, "That's funny because we just did Listen Up Casuals uh, mm-hmm. with myself and Chris from DFAT Entertainment." Um, about the Suicide Squad. So check that out. That's available now. Um, but now with Dan here, I always love what Dan has to say about these films because he is so outside of this zeitgeist of superhero-ness um, that I, I love his insight. So Dan, what what yeah. is your insight with Suicide Squad? Wow. Uh, really, this should be a gutsy media thing. But I will say this. Overall, I liked it. But I did have some big issues with it, um, and maybe you could speak to this. But I don't, I don't love the trope of introducing the characters and their powers um, one after another like that. I I know that within a movie that has to be you know about two hours or so long, you only have so much time, and so you kind of want to get all that out of the way, and, and it allows the viewer to then understand who these characters are and what their abilities are, especially if you're going to going to get a lot of viewers that haven't read the comics, but I just found it annoying the way that they did it. It was just like, everybody's in the same prison. What do you know? And they all ha- here's their superpowers. Let's explain them in a cool way. Well, so I, I, I didn't, I, can, dig I, that. I thought it was that. a trope. Go ahead. The answer to that is that is how the Suicide Squad, I'm currently reading Suicide Squad, and that mm-hmm. is how Suicide Squad, that felt very much like the comic book to me when she went down the list and did that because they do that before their missions, like explain. Okay, you so, know, so it's less of an issue with the movie than it is an issue just with the concept or the comic itself. Because I feel like in in a lot of movies that happens, and not I'm not just pointing a finger at comic book movies. A no, lot you're of movies right. that happens. You're right. It it really it really does. This was this was more of I feel at least is Gunn paying an homage to the actual comic that yeah. does that rather than being annoying. Also, I think this is a very large ensemble cast, and it they was they need they really needed to give us that exposition dump right in the beginning. Um, although I do have to say my favorite one is when they said blood sport. Um, he went to prison for putting Superman in the ICU with a kryptonite bullet. I love that line. Oh, I don't even remember that. Idris Elba's character. He said he went to, he was in prison cause oh. he, he put Superman in the ICU with a kryptonite bullet. And I thought that was like, that's just a badass. I don't know. That's a badass character. Cause Superman is Superman, yeah. you know? Right. Right. But anyway, what'd you think of his performance? Idris Elba? I think, everybody's performance was top notch fair fair i i i loved except for the um the military captains for the island nation there you know like everybody yeah. that they were fighting the enemies like yes. those characters i don't think were i think there was there were caricatures and over the top fair enough but but as far as the superheroes go, like the the big big name folks, I thought they did an excellent job. Um, it was visually stunning. I also had a problem with the main villain, the starfish thing. Starro. 
I just, I maybe that's in the comic. I, I don't it know. Is, but I, it is. I thought it was lame. <laughs> I just thought was, it was lame. That Starro was James Gunn saying, hey, I read these comics too. But also, like, I, I want to see it was lame, but also I give them credit because, like, it's got to be unique. It's got to be special. It, it was a silly movie. There was a certain level of humor to that movie. Dude, Margot Robbie. Um, and, and maybe it exists comics too, but like. Yes. John Cena's performance, Peacemaker. I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, <laughs> I love I, peace. I love peace so much. I'll kill every man, woman, and child to make sure that that happens. Yeah. I mean, he had a lot of great lines. One of the best <laughs> was when they came in to save what's his face because they thought he'd been captured and they kill all these rebel fighters yeah that were actually going to be on their side yeah and then he's they're like how'd you get in here didn't you see anybody and they're like nope we didn't see anyone <laughs> it was yeah. fucking great like king shark um, ate a guy yeah that was Stallone, um, and, by the and, way. and 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 furthermore you know john cena went from this sort of like comic relief throughout the movie to being uh, having a very serious part in the end when he was going to kill rat girl there i don't know her name rat catcher too rat catcher too um taika watiti's daughter yes that was so was, great it was a great little moment um but he was ready to kill her and it was just like this internal struggle that he was having and and i thought that was great i thought he i thought he really pulled that off he's got um, his own show coming from that movie the peacemaker oh, show really? hbo max it's going to be a gory it's going to be him everything you saw in his own yeah. tv show and it connects directly to the events of this movie yeah. not a wwe fan at all i think me neither is ridiculous it's but dumb. i will 100 praise john Cena, um 100 ever forever yeah. he's just i think he's really just a solid uh character of a man he's yes. He came out with that that like PSA about basically accepting everyone as an American. Yep. He had people in full fucking Durka garb, you know, like he's just like this person's an American. Here's a Mexican behind him. He's like this person's an American. Like, yeah, I remember and, that. And that was so politically charged. And for him to come out and do that again, like who's fucking who's his base, dude? Mm-hmm. Who's the people that watch that wrestling shit? Yeah, it's Mostly very brave. rednecks. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it was brave. brave. And so I give him 100% credit for that. And he's always been interested in characters. I mean, that's why people join the WWE, because they love characters. They create a, a yeah. persona. Um, so, yeah, at, in general, liked the movie. Uh, hard for me to get through in one sitting just because I'm so busy. But um, Same here. It was. It took me two times to get through it. Yeah. Um, Kids. Oh, God. I'm blanking on her name. Margot Robbie? Margot Robbie. Harley Quinn. That's my Harley girl. Quinn. Great job. I don't know. I haven't seen her in any other films, but it's a really good character, I think. Yeah. So, you know, and, and her taking the staff from Javelin, um, Javelin and like kind of using that, that was a nice touch. Well, James Gunn has this amazing way of using music with imagery and he did it in guardians both the first and second guardians movies which are two masterpieces the guardians films yeah and he was told by because he got fired from disney and and so wb went to him and said imagine doing what you wanted to do with guardians you have a blank check to do whatever it is you want to do 
and they were going to give him a Batman movie. They were literally going to give him any movie he wanted. And he chose wow. to do Suicide Squad. He said that he he can he has a vision. He had a vision for it. And that's what we saw. And by the way, Margot Robbie does all her own stunts. Everything that we saw, she did herself. The torture scene yeah. where she got herself out. They they were just they just kept rolling. Like it, it was just incredible. And then you know, the gun, the gunplay all the way through, and it's just wild stuff. And then I loved at the end where they're like, We're here to rescue you. And she's like, She's already out and she's yeah, looking she's, at him like, Oh, can I help? Yeah. And then she's like, Well, I can what go are we back. Doing? I can go back in. Go- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. I think what's great too is is James Gunn understanding the character because I was very angry when Harley had that quick romance with that guy. And he just bangs the shit out of her and he's talking about how he's going to make her her princess and she's wearing a dress and she's having such a great time. And I was mad. I was like, that's not that's not Harley. And then she guns him down like a dog. And then in this cutesy way says the next time that I meet a man that gives me red flags, I'm going to do the only healthy thing and I'm going to murder him. Yeah. And I was like, okay, there she is. That's (laughs) yep. That's that was it. And knowing that her ex-boyfriend and the humanity of the character came through, too, because a lot of these guys were sort of painted as just pieces of shit. Yes. And it was one of the great examples of like, yeah, they have a troubled past, but their heart is in the right place. And when she said, like, when you started talking about killing kids, that's it. That was it. And then you go, oh, these these crazy people have a conscience. Yeah. And so that was, a, I think, a, a major pivotal part of the movie. Um, yeah. And a really great introduction to the humanity of, of the film. And um, that's and that's what's great. That's what's great about it is that they I think he really captured that with these characters. And again, I'm currently reading Suicide Squad. So mm-hmm. it's very that's like how it is. They're they're multi leveled characters. They are they're lesser known, mm-hmm. but they're very deep. They're written very deeply in all of these books. So he really brought that out on the screen. Yeah. Have you gotten illusion, Witch two in the mail yet? No, but apparently um, from what I was told that the first batch that came in was severely damaged and he wasn't going to ship that to anyone. Uh. So um, he just got the new batch today and I just saw him like actually folding them up together. Yeah. To send them out. I was going to say, I thought, I thought he was ready to send those out. Um, he was I hadn't received those. Okay. So they were damaged. Hey, that happens. Let me tell you, it happens. folks. Exactly. Exactly. But anyway, speaking of damaged. Yeah. Speaking of damage, speaking of suicide, uh, Cuomo. <laughs> Cuomo's gone. Suicide. Yeah. yeah. And he had this speech at, and, and I caught it and I said, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a bunch of notes. And I wow. did, um, you know, he started with how he didn't feel that the whole thing was fair with him having to step down that he said that it's the court of popular opinion rather than what actually happened. And then after saying all of this, he responds with, however, like if you are a victim of sexual assault or sexual harassment, like you do have to say something, you know, don't, don't not say anything like we have to believe the victims, but I just feel like the victims should be under scrutiny because then you have things like this happen. 
And, you know, which to me was like, all right, like, I don't know, man, I'm not really digging what you're saying right now. Yeah. Like, it honestly, just... like the AR 15 club doesn't give a fuck what you're going to say. And that's 50% of the state. So you lost them anyways. And then of the remaining 50% of the state that would have voted for you, half of those people don't like what you're saying right now. Yes. So what are you what are you garnering a, a giant minority of people who gives a shit just fucking leave dude yes yes but then he went on to say that he does not believe in defunding the police however he feels that we need to end racism and rebuild trust with the police department and I guess on a level but at the same time, it also seems like he's missing the point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like oh, he was trying to say the right thing, but he's missing the point there. It's such a political answer. Yes. I don't agree with this one thing, but here's a vague general concept yeah. that I will, that, that offers no real solution. Correct. Correct. That is Rebuild correct. trust. How? How yeah, are you going to rebuild trust? Can, can you explain it? To, yeah, exactly. It's nonsense. He's just saying shit because he honestly wants to run for office again somewhere, somehow. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get to that point. Um, so he blamed Washington for the high taxes in New York, including something called the salt tax. And I don't know what that means. And I didn't have time to look it up. He he just blamed he like. He pretty much did a whole like lashing at Washington and really you could tell he really was insinuating the Trump administration, which I'm not going to say he was wrong um, there. Um, But then the thing is, then he snaps into a whole bunch of stuff. Taxes were high before Trump. Yes, they were. But whatever. And then he snapped into something I completely agreed with. And that was his covid concerns. And then he reminded us that we are a state that went from the highest to the lowest in terms of covid numbers he just wants a pat on the back yes but then he said i'm going to give advice to the next to to kathy to hokel if you will Mm -hmm. is that we um need to mandate teacher vaccinations which has already happened um but in this time it hadn't like when he had done the speech Uh, so mandatory teacher vaccinations um any high volume events at all it should be masks definitely Mm-hmm. Anyone um, can pr- provide. Anyone can have humongous parties as long as they have proof of vaccination for large parties. And then he, at the end, it was like rhyming. Like everything he was saying was rhyming during this part. So he's a poet. So like I was like, all right, cool. Like I'm on board with everything you're saying here, COVID wise, right? Like, good. All right. And then he listed off his accolades, many of which being in the LGBTQ community and policy changes to protect them. He really talked himself up on that one. Mm-hmm. And but he kept saying, we, we, New York, we did that. We voted this. We did that. He was he kept saying we, um, which I was like, all right. Um, he talked about how dude, someone told him to do that. That's a, I'm sure that's an old political trick. Come on. I'm sure. And then he talked about his, his full on faith in Hochul, although we know that they've barely ever spoken. And he, she's like, yeah. what, Lieutenant Governor? 
Yeah. Yeah. Lieutenant governor means vice president of the state. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in essence, really, he talks about having faith in her. She's saying we've barely ever spoken. So, right. again, I take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> I'm just like, really, though? Really there, Cuomo, buddy? Um, and then he said that yeah. New York is the most progressive state and we need to keep it that way. And then thanked all New Yorkers for his time. And then he walked off. Um, honestly, um, I, I didn't. It felt like a campaign speech. Yeah. For a campaign he's not on. He's got $18 million in the bank. He's going to spend that on a campaign somewhere for something. I'm guessing mayor of New York. That's where my money is. Think he can beat all the harassment stuff, though, to get there. I mean, Trump did. He's so. going to wait. He's going to wait a while. But, people but he figures, it. just like everybody other pub, every other public figure, that things will be forgiven. He's going to come in at a time where, like, he, you know, hey, I can do a great job. I ran the whole state. I won't touch anybody. <laughs> Not this time, I promise. <clears throat> I, I don't know, man. I'm just like, I'm annoyed. Like, okay, so first of all, his speech was whether or not it was written by him or for him. Um, mm -hmm. it, it was like, no, he didn't write it. A governor does not write their own speech. Sure. Anyway. But I mean, like in comparison to like Trump leaving office, uh -huh. like, you know, he just, he quit and he had this nice eloquent speech, you know, again, he didn't write it. Some of it I didn't agree with, but he, he spoke like an actual human, like a right. grown, like a grown up. Yeah. It was like a grown up was speaking to me there's a certain level of decorum, you know, and he understands that even though he may be a, a toucher, um, he still gets it. He's like, you know, there's civility here. You leave office, there's rules. Uh, there's a certain way you're expected to behave. And he did that. Um, Trump couldn't do that. Trump was a giant baby, man. Um, I just, <sighs> I just hope our state, isn't threatened to be run by conservatives mm -hmm. because like, I mean, I was only, well, they, they see their window. I mean, when Hochul has to run again in a couple of years or whenever it is, um, they're going to see, they're going to try and attack. No, no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know. I didn't vote for Cuomo, but I knew he was going to win. Yeah. Um, it's it's a shame because I, I, I do think that he could have continued to do a lot of great things for the state. Um, but also, like, fuck you, man. You can't walk around kissing people and touching them on the back and the stomach and making them feel weird and making advances that you think are normal. But obviously, obviously, everybody else doesn't think that way. Like we yeah. said on the show before, dude, you don't own a restaurant. You're not walking around like touching people going how's your fucking veal like yeah stop. i mean like when i go to a family <laughs> when i go to an italian restaurant i expect the owner to come out ask me how my veal is yeah, cut my yeah. balls <laughs> and kiss then walk on the away. cheek yeah and tongue yeah. kiss me and then tongue kiss me really quick right like i i expect that it's an italian restaurant if you're not getting that it's not authentic okay right. but when you're governor of the state you can't do that anymore yeah, you know? I was at an Olive Garden and I forced myself on the waitress. <laughs> and that's normal because that's what you do. 
Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll be right back. No. Serenity now. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, we still got more time. Um, um, no, but anyway. so he's gone. That's great. Um, also, Hochul is probably more of a progressive than he ever would have been. But I did see a picture of her. Remember, I post I, I tagged you in it of her at three brothers. So we're already having problems with Hochul. Yeah, I know. Seriously. But no, I mean, I think that I think that it's good, though. Like, you know, we're talking about. Cuomo, you know, doing a shitty job. We're holding Biden. Mm. We're holding Biden to the fire and accountable. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to hold him accountable. But what I guess it's just like this whole. I'm not. Uh, someone sent me a, a, a meme and it was just a picture of Trump with his thumb up and it said greatest president of our time. And the person that sent this to me was being serious. There wasn't any sarcasm with it. Like okay. thumbs up, greatest president of our time, you know, just to kind of like get me riled, mm-hmm. but I'm not riled. And I'm just thinking to myself, I don't think Biden is the greatest president of our time. I didn't think Obama was. I definitely didn't think Bush was. I don't know what the greatest president of our time is, but why are you so sure that this man this filth Mm -hmm. like it's just weird to me it's just so culty and odd like i don't i don't have a blue hat that says like riding with biden i don't have (laughs) i don't have a you know a biden flag that says uh, biden we're coming for your ar-15s like i don't have (laughs) like any of those flags up why do you do this with Trump? What is what is this? And he's not even president anymore. So why? Yeah, I again, I saw these customers with signs up still. It's just like, what? Why? Get over it. He lost. He's gone. Mm-hmm. He fucking lost. Michael Rappaport's fucking Instagram about it. Is so beautiful. You fucking lost. Leave. Yes. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone, guys. He's gone. Let it go. He lost. Mm-hmm. Pick someone new. All right. Fucking have Matt Gates posters up. I don't give a <laughs> shit. Like pick somebody new. Yeah. All right. Uh, honestly, just like Fuck. what? What is? What is the deal? I I, I just don't it's so know. Sad, dude. It's Wait so a minute. Fucking sad. Speaking of ignorance and stupidity, you were texting me a very ridiculous story about the Afghanistan rule or something and like gas, you were getting gas or something. You said this ridiculous thing. You were talking to this guy at the gas station. Oh, yes. Yes. I was at work trying to fill up one of the trucks. Time is of the essence. Anyways, this douchebag was like taking his time and he came in to help me. And I don't know how the topic began, but Essentially, he was saying that uh, maybe we'll have to look at the text thread. Um, I, I, I can't remember exactly, but it was something it to the effect of like he's blaming immigrants from Afghanistan for all our our economic problems. Um, I'm at the gas station right now getting gas for my for the truck. I was telling the gas station attendant that we now have to prepay for the gas, even when using a credit card. 
His response was, must be the new Afghanistan rules. I said Afghanistan rules. So, yeah, now that we're bringing them all over here, they got to change all the rules. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? Dude. That doesn't even make any sense. Like, this is what's happening in our country. Uneducated people are watching bullshit news sources and getting lied to and then believing those lies because it soothes their racist, xenophobic heart. Yes. Yes. Yes, it does. They truly believe that Democrats want to bring in religious zealots, Mm -hmm. Muslim extremists into the country. I want to do that myself. To completely overturn a Christian country. I do. And make it a Muslim state. It's a terrorist exchange program. Do it in my house. Right. I love it. That's what they believe. That's what they honestly believe. Yeah. They also believe that, that they pull babies out of their mothers and just kill the babies because that's what pro-choice means. Right. Which that's not a thing. And throw toddlers into a river. Yeah. I don't want to be a mom anymore. And Democrats support it. Let's just throw them into a river. That's yeah. their idea. It's, it's so fucking sad, dude. It's so sad. Yeah. It's so sad. It, it is sad. It, it is. It, it's very sad. I think um it was Pete. Bo- Mayor Pete. What a judge. Yeah, that, that one who's no. who was asked about abortion in in a um, interview. And I loved his response. He said they're like, well, what about late term abortions? You know, allowing that. And he just goes, that's such a gotcha question. That that question is to elicit emotion. It's just so that mm-hmm. it will be answered emotionally. He goes, you're, you're not even really thinking about the actual issue. You're just trying to invoke emotions of the voters. When, if mm-hmm. you think about it, a woman that has to have a late term abortion, by this point, you think that the nursery was created, that they've mm. chosen a name, that they've told their entire family. Yeah. And now, do you think that that's they really want to do this? Like that they're excited about this? This is exciting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's yeah. just these people live in this weird world. They're weird, just this this world that that yeah. they revolve. Everything revolves around them, and that's it. Yeah, that brings me back to an idea. I, I was talking to my dad, um, and you know he's he was saying that he just meets so many people in his in his Uber rides, and he sees a serious lack of religion in people, and and you know the world's going to hell because there's no religion in anyone's lives anymore. And I said, well, dad. People can can decide to do the right thing without religion. They don't necessarily need that as a vehicle to, to make right choices. And he, he said, no, no. Religion is the only way because without it, you just choose whatever feels good. And so that just, again, highlighted this concept of, of him and his generation and many people like him that grew up accepting authority. Yeah. Police, the Catholic Church, your parents, that's the authority. You listen to what they say, you do what they say, they say jump, you say how high. And none of it's you real. Do not question anything. Yeah. That is the culture. You do not question it. 
Um, and and so that's that's what really we're talking about is if you were raised to not question something, that's who you become, and and that's why he relies on it so heavily. He, you know, I just I, I can't question the church. I can't question religion. I can't question that. I can't go. Oh, no, 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 no. But I just think it's so sad when someone says that because it's like then everyone would do what feels good. And like, I don't have religion in my life Mm -hmm. and I love when I do something good for someone. I also love when I do something bad to someone, but it's, it's usually someone that I I hate and I deem have deserved it. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't need religion to fill up uh, painstakingly fill up 10 little packets full of applesauce. So a little woodland creature that lives in my house can feast on it. But the, pr- the problem with the argument is that it presupposes that whatever religion wants you to do is therefore inherently right. Yes. So regardless of someone using religion or not to, to find the best outcome for, their self, for themselves mm-hmm. or others, that it's, it's null and void. The concept of using a religious text or dogma or any sort of authority um, – in a spiritual or religious way to follow the rules to a T does not necessarily mean that that is the best decision. I mean, that all comes down to opinion. It, it um, does. It, you know, it, for the most part, a lot of people will argue, okay, Christianity, Judaism, Islam, most of these major religions aim to do best by their neighbors, aim to help one another uh, in any way, shape or form. However, in a world with 7 billion people, a lot of people can take things out of context and bend them and, and shape them into whatever they see fit. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I posted this. Do you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Do I watch it? Okay. So I posted this amazing um, back and forth between Mac and Dennis, and it's actually the global warming episode, which is really funny because it nails both religion and global warming. And that's two things we've discussed today on the show. Yes. They have a court case, right? Doesn't it it revolve around cereal? It's different. This is a different episode. That one does too, though. That one's about evolution, though, not global warming. Okay. Um, So this one, he goes, see, it's all part of his divine plan, Dennis, and that's locked in. So we're good. Okay. So all we have to do is nothing. No, no, because uh, we have free will, Dennis, which means that um, we have to take the necessary steps to make sure that the plan comes to fruition, which is predetermined. Well, yes, but it it doesn't matter what we do if it's all predetermined. You see how your argument doesn't make any sense. Uh, That's correct. But it doesn't have to make sense because that's where faith comes in, right? I have faith mm. that what I'm saying makes sense. Okay, so even if it doesn't make sense, your faith makes it make sense. Correct. Got it. Okay, so there's no way to have a rational conversation with you. No, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> and and again, that's yeah. that is in a nutshell yeah. is the religious is yeah. the religious aspect is it doesn't make any sense, but I have mm-hmm. faith. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Your faith doesn't help me with anything at all. Yeah. Your faith is stupid and it's a waste of time. Such an absurd show, yet they hit so many nails right on the head. You know? Oh, the the subtext in that show is glorious. It's absolutely, absolutely incredible. Um, there's one scene, there's one episode where they're retelling the same story from different points of view 
but D. Well, they've is, done that a couple of times, but yeah. yes, but D is not one of the people telling the story, but she's in every story, and every story told, she more and more and more resembles a bird. Bird until the final, <laughs> the final story, she's just an ostrich. It's just an ostrich. It's yeah. going, ah! yeah, and like yeah, D, like yeah. And they. So just these little things that are just so funny. Um, but anyway, we've we've gotten off off track We're here. Off the rails here. Um, off the rails. Off the rails. I'm a few deep right now, and you know I'm having a great time. But we feel, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, I grew up Catholic, and you know I had a priest ask me to masturbate for him. I didn't. I mean, I should have asked him for money. Yeah. I mean, I made a little bit of money on the side. Five dollars to watch, ten to touch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but what was his name again? Uh, I I don't want to reopen that whole thing. Yeah, okay. But uh, yeah, look him up on Facebook. Want to be a friend? <laughs> um, <laughs> have him on the show. <laughs> that's again. That's like that goes back to Sunny when they had the gym teacher that molested those boys, and Mac got yeah. sad that he wasn't molested. Right. Was well, I not good looking? That he was. Yeah. Was I not good looking? <laughs> Anyway, um, when we come back, everybody's favorite part of the show. Fuck you. So uh, just stay tuned. And I, I fucking know. Serenity. Don't now. leave. Do you miss hanging out at bars with a friend? Cream, cream ale. Do you miss those two friends of yours that would always end up drinking too much, leading to discussions about political philosophy? If so, then we have a podcast for you. When they nuked the Capitol, you know, that was bad. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jake. Join us at the tavern for a pint, a few laughs, and some nonsensical discussions. I will say neither of us are constitutional lawyers. <laughs> a political podcast for the unencumbered political mind. Search for the Bull and Moose Tavern on your favorite podcast streaming service today. Need more context on your favorite movie? Is Obama. Obama. As okay. Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is Perfect this is Freddy. quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. you don't like that song you can go fuck yourself you don't know shit about music that's exactly right and everyone we're here at our favorite part i got a lot of problems with you people <laughs> now you're gonna hear about it so fuck you is an instance uh where dan and i we grumble and we gripe about things that piss us off dan mm -hmm. what do you what do you got i got a list here and i'm just trying to figure out which one i want to do you know yeah i guess so <sighs> all right i'll just start at the top i'll just do this one tonight uh i know you'll make fun of me and that's okay i have an android phone and i don't i doubt this happens with apple but android phones prefer that you use the charger that came with the phone. 
in order to charge quickly. Mm -hmm. In fact, not even just charge quickly, it will punish you and charge slowly mm -hmm. if you're not using the charger that came with the phone. Bitch motherfucker. Mm -hmm. I got to charge this phone at various different places in the world. Yes. Because, and I don't know if this is an issue with all phones, but mine is getting up there in age for one. We all know battery life does mm -hmm. die over mm -hmm. time. But I use it a lot. Oh, yeah. You're I use my phone to stream music, to stream podcasts constantly. Mm -hmm. I was just telling you over the break how I've been working 12-hour days. I mean, this thing is working it's hot. hard. It's hot to the touch. It's hot to the touch just because of the usage and because of the fact that it's been over 90 degrees recently. Yeah, and it's that'll up do against it. my body. The battery's getting fucked six ways from Sunday, man. Oh, so, yeah. So I've got to have chargers in the truck. I might have a charger at work at the station. I might have a charger in my car or yeah. or at my nightstand, whatever. And so this concept of a, use the one that came with your phone. There's only one, dude. Like, fuck you, Android. Fuck you, Verizon. I don't know who's involved here, but fuck all of you. I a charge. It's electricity. Go fuck yourself. It's yeah. electricity. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. On the Apple side, because I'm I've, I'm an iPhone user and I have been for a very yeah. long time. Um, there is the charger that it comes with, but they have aftermarket lightning chargers that charge just the same as the manufacturer's charger. Um, mm -hmm. They're aftermarket, but the I have the iPhone 11, which is the one where you you just you don't have to plug it in to charge it. Mm -hmm. You just lay it down on the on the charger and it just yeah. charges. Now I have two of those and they're different. Um, I, I want to, they're different um, types of charges. So it's kind of annoying and it was due to the price. So the, the non plug-in charger on my nightstand, when I like lay my iPhone on it, it's practically a trickle charge. And it's extremely like it's it's annoying, but like it, since I put that on my nightstand because it charges overnight, and then it's just like it doesn't matter if it's trickle charge, like that's right, okay. It, it should be charged by the time you wake up. Exactly. But then we have a larger because her and I both have the same phone, so I bought uh, a charging station where you can charge multiple phones by just laying the phones on it, mm -hmm. and that's in the kitchen. And that one has a higher charge. Like it was more expensive. It was 50 bucks and it's mm -hmm. got like a higher charge capacity. So that's a, that's a very fast charge. So you lay your phone on that and it like charges up real quick and you can mm -hmm. put multiple phones on there. Anyway, neither of those are Apple products. Right. So again, it just goes back to the concept of like, what's going on with, with, with either LG or, or Android in general. I believe it's Seems, an Android issue. I think it's LG. Um, oh, you do? Yeah, they're the ones who made the hardware of the phone. The software is Android, but the hardware itself, which would be the battery, yeah, that's LG. But the software is the one that's telling me use the one that came with the phone. Well, Although I guess that, that would still match up with, with hardware itself. Yeah, I mean, correct. Like, like, why are you punishing your customers, dude? Like, I got to go to Verizon now and buy a $40 charger 
versus a five dollar one at the store. That Fuck yeah, off, that's man. what I don't understand. Like if you go to Five Below, there's a whole shelf of Apple, um, Apple or L- light or Android lightning, lightning chargers. Yeah, which are the fast chargers for Apple phones, and they're aftermarket. Yeah, yeah. I I bought at Five Below recently um, a brand new charger uh, for a carport, so I could use it in in the truck at work. Um, 3.1 amp. Apparently, that's the highest that you can really get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I got that, and I'm plugging it in. I expect it to be charging quickly. Nope. Oh, now it didn't. It didn't try and punish me by saying uh, you're a fuck, and we're gonna make this even slower on you. But it, it it gave it the medium amount. Okay, that's weird. So it's 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 just so frustrating. It's like how old is it? Off. How old is the phone? The phone at this point, I'm not sure. Could be a couple of years old. Stop. First of all, stop buying LG. Just don't yeah. ever buy an LG phone again. Okay. Do me that favor. And then I'm always gonna say get an iPhone. And and people say, well, what's the, see, you pay for an iPhone for a reason of it just works all the time. It works all the time. It doesn't have all the special bells and whistles that an Android has. And I get that. I understand that it doesn't have the customization that they that an Android has. And I get yeah. that. But my phone always works all the time. It never yeah. crashes. It never freezes. It never slows down. I don't know. Well, what else I, to tell my you. my only argument to that is that one, I believe you. Two, because I do like Mac. I think it's a great company. I love my um, MacBook. Two, no one really has a phone for that long, right? But I do because so I, I get iPhones. Spend less money, and then trade it in an upgrade, anyways. Because I should, I should trade this in. I should get an upgrade. I should get a new phone, anyways. So that's where we're at. The question is: Have you paid off the phone by the time you have to trade it in? Well, but that, but that's the thing: is you're that's not a risk if you buy an iPhone. So, like, I had an iPhone seven. I, I had an iPhone seven, right? Yeah. I paid it off and I didn't have to get a new iPhone until the iPhone 11. How long did you have the seven for? So they come out yearly. So seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. So you had the seven when it came out. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And I had it for four years. And the only wow, that's a long time for a cell phone. I well, that's like. that's the thing is I've got two kids and I buy a lot of toys so I yeah. don't I don't really want to buy cell phones very often. So I go yeah. and I get the most expensive iPhone every like four years. Every four years, the wife and I, we both get the same exact phone. We just we hand we say, here, give us the new one. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's it. Then for four years, we don't need a phone. Right. And that's yeah. why I say iPhone. That's just me, though. My brother, yeah. my brother would rip me a new one. You got to do Android. Fuck Apple. Blah, blah, blah. Interesting. You guys have always been at odds when it comes to technology. I remember the PlayStation and uh, Microsoft Xbox uh, I, fight. I, you know, I won that one. Oh, I hope he listens to this because he 
<laughs> he went and bought a PlayStation and then he said, he, no, he um, sometimes he sometimes he does, but it's not okay. often, but he does sometimes. Um, no, he actually has a PlayStation to at my behest. I was like, just get a PlayStation. Just don't be yeah. like be an adult, be a yeah. man, be a grow grown, grown man, be a grown man with responsibilities and buy a video game set. Don't do the only reason why I have a PS5 is because I didn't pay anything for it. How did you not pay anything for it? My job. I got an award, a very large award, and I used the entire award to buy a PlayStation 5. A monetary award? Yes. So you did pay for it. The not I mean, let me put it this way. <laughs> the <laughs> the wife wasn't going to allow me to like take 5 $600 almost right. out of the account to buy a PlayStation 5. Right. And I don't have that kind of money in my own account. Had it not been for that award, you would have not have been able to purchase said Correct. video game system. Correct. Good for you. Good for you. Yes. And uh, PlayStation 5, if you don't have it, Jesus cripes, it's amazing. But let's talk about my fuck you. Yeah. Um, my my fuck you is to people with no visual spatial awareness do you know these people in public settings they don't they don't have a, a visual spatial awareness they're yes. the people they're walking in the mall and you're behind them and they just stop yeah it's a selfish rude thing like you you need if you're walking in the mall and you know you need to stop do like yeah. a car and start to kind of slowly hover to the right. Yeah. And then stop yeah. there. Maybe do a quick little, you know, little beh look behind. Look a quick little look behind. Just yeah. someone behind me. I do that. And maybe I maybe I'm mentally ill and have anxiety. So I do that. But it's well, not both can be true. I mean, you can have those issues and still be right. Yeah. I, guess. I, I think the issue is that most of us have been driving cars for so long. We expect that pedestrians act the same as cars. And as fucked up as that sounds, I, I still agree. Like you're walking in the mall and like you just walk out of a store into a line of people that are walking by. No, you peek your head out when it's clear you can walk through. Um, if you're walking, you don't just stop in the middle of nowhere. Like that's a, what are you doing? Get out of the way. Well, yeah, and not only that, but like at a shelving, at a shelving unit at any store. I'm at a I'm at a Home Depot today and I'm trying to figure out how to get the LG. Oh, I thought Home you didn't Depot. go to Home Depot. I long story. Mm -hmm. Snap. I'm not happy about it, but I went. Um okay. anyway, well, because they have cheap pool supplies and I'm have L I have an LG problem in my pool right now. I'm trying to figure it out. So they have this little it's the end of a what's it called? Uh the an eye end cap. Yeah. And that's where they have all their pool stuff. And that's fine. But it's this husband and wife, very obviously, and they're both covering the entire display. And mm. I'm standing there waiting for them to move. And like, there's no awareness that I'm standing there. And then the broad turns and looks at me and goes, oh, I'm sorry. And then goes and stands behind her husband. Like when her and I go out, when the wife and I go out, okay. Yeah. And we're looking at a display. We are standing behind one another. If she's looking at the display, I stand behind her. If I am looking at the display, she stands behind me in case there is another customer that needs to use the space. It's yeah. not a difficult concept. Just look around and be aware of what's happening. Yeah. And the shopping cart is not in the middle of the aisle either. 
that's another thing with the shopping cart and the self checkout. If you have a move, you the goddamn self checkout, <laughs> move or the carts, the automated, the the remote control carts, and you ain't got no problems. Oh God! You're just doing it because you're stupid and you're lazy, and then you yeah. gum up. There's six of them in the self checkout, and I'm running the gauntlet just to pay for this cottage cheese <laughs> that I'm gonna just go home and eat with some pepper. You know, <laughs> like Jesus. You know, like go away. Like where? Yeah. What's wrong with you? God, die already! And then my last fuck you because I just Dan. I it's visual spatial awareness. Mm-hmm. If you are a pedestrian and you do not cross at a crosswalk, I should be able to run you over. It's called jaywalking. That's and it should be called R walking as in run your ass over. If the yeah. body is not in a crosswalk, then they should just pick it up and toss it in the fire. I think you have legal precedent there. We'll have to bring Harvey Birdlaw. A birdman, whatever, on to uh, explain. But I, I do believe that. I mean, not in every instance, but I mean, if you hit a pedestrian outside of a, of a given area, um, you could your lawyer could easily say they fucking popped out of nowhere. They're not using the designated areas. I mean, come on. But I mean, as sport though, like I just see run one. these people down. Yeah, I see someone yeah. not in a crosswalk. I'm gonna slam. Okay, the but here's the thing: if your social media account has video of you doing it and you giving yourself points for it that might look bad i don't know i feel like it would start a new trend <laughs> you know dude remember the is- um these pokemon game people that were wa- walking around getting hit by cars was oh my god or falling into fountains or like <laughs> oh my god did i ever tell you so um we did the comedy show for rob rest his soul mm-hmm. and that night we all went out after a group of us went out um, we went to a nice trendy bar downtown and um, Rick was there with his wife and we're walking into the bar and he literally with his phone out sprints across the street in the city. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? So his mm-hmm. wife just rolls her eyes and she goes, he's found a Pokemon down there and he's going to go catch it. Oh. And I'm like, <laughs> are you serious but he was a huge pokemon fan as a child so like that that kind of rekindled that for him but it's like dude we're about to go to this really ridiculously trendy place we were there with cap you know and Dwayne, and and we were like you know trying to like you know we were all dressed up real nice where were you you had to go home yeah dude i think it was a work night (laughs) i don't i don't know it was late too it was late, but I wanted to celebrate our triumph because we were awesome up there. I miss yeah, that. I know. I want to do that again. Yeah. Not for someone's <laughs> death, though. I want to do it for a happier reason. Right. But right. anyway, Rob, we'll we miss you. For somebody else to die. I guess I COVID's a thing. So yeah. Anyway, Dan, what do you say? What do you say, my friend? Let's just fucking end it all. I mean, no, I don't want to do that. I mean, we can end the show, but we have to do another show next week. I think I'm ready to just let it go. I mean, and then and then we'd have a whole. 
<laughs> after after we That's after we, we blow up, we you know you know do that maybe a little you know so maybe to, a little so to recap the episode, we're all fucked. Yeah, we are. Cool. We're all. I mean, we're all screwed. The polar ice caps are going to melt, and we're all going to drown in our sleep. So, hopefully, God willing, I hope so. But in the meantime, I want to say thank you to for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you to Ridley's Gaming Realm, buying, selling, trading video games. Um, check out Ridley's Gaming Realm on Facebook. Um, of course, always check out everyone on Deep Fit Entertainment. They're a lot less depressing than us. Um, you have your gutsy media podcast. We're about to start DFAT Wars, um, Star Warriors podcast with a Bad Batch episode live coming up. Um, Listen Up Casuals just dropped a new episode. Um, Towel Light Talk, you know, uh, Bull and Moose. Check them all out. Just listen to it all, you fucks. All of it. You got nothing else going on. That's right. Party on, Wayne. And until next time, please be kind to each other. (laughs) They come from butts.